0: This is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At gotodobs.com shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs.
1: For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now.
0: You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy. What do doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah! With Super Bowl champ Kerry Davis, I'm Randy Carricker and we go to the Brown and the Crouppen celebrity line. Our buddy Chris Kerber, the voice of the Blues, here on 101 ESPN, joins us as he does every Monday
2: morning. Good morning, Kerbs. How you doing, Randy? I'm in. I'm in like go mode here. Where like, uh, well, Christy uh, said let's do some shredded chicken tacos for dinner tonight. So she sent me the uh, you know the ingredients and. Did the store shopping yesterday we did, and so I got it all in the crock pot, but I don't find the cilantro anywhere, so I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, I think I'm hosed. That's (laughs) how I start my morning. When you get up on a Monday morning and can't find the cilantro, you have to evaluate your week.
0: Here's the thing, Curbs. Because it is a crock pot and you have eight hours – you can make your way over to Schnucks, pick up some cilantro, just throw it in there. Nobody will be, uh, nobody will know the difference if you just throw the cilantro in there a little bit late.
2: You'll be fine. Yeah, well, I've already thought about that. i am just decided it might be smarter to look up any substitute for cilantro and see if I have that first. Google's unbelievable. <laughs> I will do that.
0: That might happen during this very segment, as a matter of fact. Uh, best spice substitute for cilantro. Hey, I had a great time last night, by the way. The, the Blues do such a magnificent job with the Blues for Kids. And the casino night last night, I enjoyed it immensely, and I know that all the fans who were on hand did, too.
2: Pretty cool event. Uh, they, they did it with a VIP dinner beforehand, um, which is something they hadn't done before. That was really awesome. And, uh, you know, it had the entire coaching staff there, every single one of the players, and sitting with fans, dealing cards, and raising a ton of money. I mean, what, what the Blues do with the money that they raised last night, Randy, goes to the Blues Care Family Fund over at St. Louis Children's Hospital, and that, that helps – uh, that helps families that come in with lodging, meals, transportation, other needs that they have. And, you know, we, we talked to a couple of the patients last night that was part of the program. And, and these families go in and they're, you know, in one case, we were talking to a, a young boy at eight years old or a year ago was having a brain tumor removed. and And, you know, just the things that are going through the minds of the mom and dad. And and the really what's an amazing aspect of what Children's Hospital does is they they care for the whole family. They they know that that impact could have an impact on the brother, the sister that's not there, that's not able to be at the hospital, right? And um, and those are those are things that become part of the family care um, that they're acutely aware of. And then and these funds go to help those families. So just on the money raised last night. It's going to actually help deliver those needs to over fourteen hundred families at Children's Hospital. Pretty cool, pretty amazing, really.
1: Hey, curves. Uh, Transitioning on the hockey on on the ice, the uh, Blues made another trade uh, the past couple of days, trading Barbashev to the Vegas Knights, and they got back a young man in Zach Dean. Probably were trying to get a first round pick. Las Vegas may not have wanted to actually trade a pick, but traded a former first rounder. Who is Zach Dean, and and what is he to this roster when he eventually gets up here?
2: Well, I, I don't know much about him, to be honest with you. I know he represented Team Cannon at the World Junior Championships, so that, that tells you that he's considered to be one of the top you know, young players in, in that sense, um, but honestly, I haven't, I haven't seen much of him. What I can tell you, Kerry, is I, I look at what Doug Armstrong did here, and I, and I find it kind of fascinating. You, you're thinking, okay, you're trading Ivan Barbashev. There's clearly a market for him, and everybody trades for draft picks. The, the key, though, is with you, like, let's, let's just assume that the Blues had traded for a first-round pick from Las Vegas, and Vegas were to go to the Final Four. So let's say it's a, a pick that's 28 to 32. Well, if you pick that player in the 2000, 2023 draft, and you use that pick, you're probably talking about two years before he finishes his college career, possibly, or his junior career. After that, he turns pro. You're talking about another year or two, maybe one year in the minors, maybe up and down like Jake Nabors, for example, this year. Um, and and then from there, you're hoping that he makes your roster the next year. If he makes your roster the next year, now you're talking about a rookie going in. Okay, so we're in year, at this point, we're in year four, mm. right? So we're talking 2027, that you're in year four, he's a rookie in the National Hockey League, and and now you're dealing with the growing pains in the NHL. When you when you look at the growing pains that Robert Thomas and Jordan Cairo and others are going through still, and you're talking about year four, year five, we're actually talking about 2031, hmm. you know, on a draft pick from 2023. And I think you have to look at that and go, OK, well, what is Doug Armstrong doing? He's talking about wanting to do a, a, a retool here. But what he did was he traded instead of trading for a draft pick, he traded for a player that was drafted in the first round that's already two years into that process. So, and, and it's someone that could turn pro next year, possibly. So I think that it, it's an advancement and an interesting, smart move for Doug Armstrong rather than just going a picking and see what you do with that draft pick. So there's a lot of currency going for draft picks. I mean, look at what the Tampa Bay Lightning just gave up for Tanner Janot. You know, they gave up Calfoot plus four draft picks for Nashville's Tanner Janot. Now, one's a 2025 first-round pick. There's a 2024 pick, and then three picks in, in the 2023 draft. But it shows you that Tampa says, look, we're still in this window. We're going for this now, and we don't really care about five years from now at the moment. We, we want to win another Stanley Cup now. And so I, I think what Doug did in, in getting – Dean from Vegas versus a draft pick is is one of those thought processes of how you speed things up.
1: Hey, curves. with that being said, with the draft picks that they do have for for this year, do you see them actually drafting players or potentially trading those away for players that are ready to go, you know, sooner rather than later?
2: Well, that's a great question. And, again, using that last example, go back to one of Doug Armstrong's very first trades and the Blues had, a, had an early second-round prospect in Aaron Pelushai, and they ended up trading him to Montreal to get Matt D'Agostini. And Matt D'Agostini was an NHL-ready player. And what Doug Armstrong said at the time was, we just advanced the process by a couple of years. So we know that that's in his M.O. I, I would almost be surprised to see the Blues take three different first-round picks uh, with those. I, I would almost expect there to be some currency used in the trade for an NHL player or a closer-to-NHL-ready player, at least with the last two picks. Now, where their first pick is going to be, you you got to hope, and I know this is hard to stomach for fans, and I totally understand it, right? but, but, but you got to hope that the Blues end up finishing somewhere in the in the top-10 pick range. That way, at least you have a chance with the lottery pick to move up to one of the top three picks. It, it could be pretty spectacular. So part of that question, Kerry, may get answered on where the St. Louis Blues actually finish and then what their first round, their first-round first draft pick is, not one of the two that they acquired.
0: Curbs, another acquisition over the course of the weekend. The Blues picked up Kasperi Kapanen off of waivers from Pittsburgh. I really liked the deal when Pittsburgh got him back from Toronto a few years ago. Hasn't really lived up to what the Penguins expected, but he is a guy with talent. What do you think the Blues have in Kasperi Kapanen?
2: Yeah, it's an interesting one. We're going to see how it plays out, Randy, because – You've got a 26-year-old that's under contract this year, under contract for next year, going into a contract year next year, so you hope he's highly motivated because a good year from him could get him paid. If that happens, and depending on where the Blues are, he becomes another asset, kind of like maybe a Bill Garrett and what how the Blues turned that you know, into a draft pick in their rebuild back in the early 2000s. So um, he's a player that at times, depending on who you talk to in the Penguins organization, had fallen out of favor with the coach. Uh, at times inconsistent, plays the game on the outside, and yet we've seen him, and we saw him in the first game that the Blues played against him, drive the net, get a hat trick, and, you know, and has some skill. So he's shown flashes. He's had a 20-goal season. This is one of those, is it a potential late bloomer? Is another change of scenery a good thing for him? All that psycho, you know, sports psychology baloney, uh, we'll find out. But uh, in the end, it's a, it's an NHL body with experience to come in and and can play, and not only do they need that this year, but they're gonna need that next year. And when you start to surround, you know, younger guys with players that have been around the league a little bit, it can play. It helps you in that development.
1: Hey, Curbs. With the uh, you talked about the Blues having to maybe lose some games to get in that top ten pick range, uh, do you think that that's feasible? And and that's not something that that is really good for players on the brink of trying to stay on a team or make a team. How do you see that going for this team going forward?
2: I see it as a fascinating clash of philosophies. <laughs> You've got coaches and players that are prepping and trying to win every single game. And then you've got the reality knowing that the higher draft pick you get right now is better for your future. How does that all play out, you know? And and how does a general manager manage those expectations? Plus, you know the you know making sure that you're taking care properly of guys like Braden Shen and Pareko Falk and these guys, these veteran players. So and and look and Kerry, I mean, you've seen this in pro sports. So have you, Randy? you let a losing culture creep in you you let the losing culture creep into your dressing room sometimes it can metastasize in bad ways and can it can be hard to get out so that's a delicate balance all i do know is this you've got 24 games to go and the higher the draft pick you end up getting the better so if i'm i guess my advice to blues fans would be this i don't know what's going to happen in these final 20 plus games but if you lose more than you win, don't lose a whole lot of sleep over it. It's actually beneficial right now. Absolutely.
0: A uh, curb's the Google machine tells us that parsley is a, a decent replacement for cilantro. Well,
2: oh, I got some of that.
0: That's, <laughs> that's why I was
2: going to look that up. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I we got some of that. We are a full service program right here.
2: That's why I love you guys. It's important. And, and, and my, you know, my
0: crockpot dinner Thank you very much. You got it. Kerbs, have a great day. Thanks so much. And we'll talk to you soon. All right, guys. Have an awesome week. You too. That's the voice okay. of the blues here on 101 ESPN, the one, the only Chris Kerber.